Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Central Texas Living with Ann Harder. Hello, I'm Ann Harder. Welcome to Central Texas Living Podcast. If any of you follow me on my Ann Harder Facebook page on Insta- or on Instagram, you know that every Thursday morning I post something blooming for a Gardening Thursday. It's just a little regular thing I do. I think there is nothing better to brighten up a Facebook or Instagram feed than a picture of a lovely flower or, or maybe grandkids. I don't know one or the other. But if you're a gardener in Waco, you have a relatively rare opportunity. It's the McLennan County Master Gardener Program. It only happens every couple of years. And it is just about to start up. So joining me now are Debbie Vanus and Linda Baggett, coordinators for the upcoming intern class. So this is something that's been on my bucket list for after retirement was um, we're going to do the Master Gardener program. And sure enough, here it is. Here is the opportunity. So uh, tell me what all is involved. What do I need to know? Okay, let's first start with what exactly is Texas Master Gardeners. And in a nutshell, it's a volunteer auxiliary of Texas A&M AgriLife Extension Service. And we are charged with the task of increasing knowledge of horticultural to the public, to ourselves, of course, the members, and we always assist our county extension agent. We love to think of ourselves as we learn, we teach, and we grow. <laughs> yeah. Good. Well, we know we already got started before we began uh, began the podcast. You know, talking about irises, and you know, right. for people that love to garden, you know, you're just going to talk about your favorite flowers. Yes, and you know, with COVID being in play, people have had so much more time to put their other their time that they have gained into things that they ha- they normally don't have time. So we have a whole new wealth of people who have started gardening because they have more of the time they're either working at home or you know whatever so there are there's a big interest right now in the community for gardening and we we're hoping we have a really big interest for the class as well well I know when the pandemic hit uh, nurseries and uh, big boxes that have big nurseries they were open and people were going and shopping and I, I know those businesses just had a huge huge increase 
in sales. So yeah, there's no question there's more interest in gardening. And of course, then we had a major freeze. Yeah. <laughs> and they're trying to recover just like we are. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Figure out what am I going to replace those dead ligustrum with uh, at this point. But the Master Gardener program, um, I understand it's, it's rather intensive. So so what what's involved time-wise? It is equivalent almost to a college horticultural class. Mm-hmm. You have 60 um, education hours, approved education hours, and and then you have 60 volunteer hours that you have to contribute in the core in in the span of a year. Mm-hmm. Our education hours would go from June until October, one day a week, like four hours a day. And interspersed in that, we have some workshops and we have some field trips. As long as you know some of our restrictions loosen up a little bit, we'll be able to still be able to do that. Um, but they've. The state has introduced a new format for their classes. We used to bring in speakers from all over the state, and they have now put half of it online. Mm -hmm. So those speakers are still available to us, but it will be downloaded and seen on a screen instead of them traveling from wherever their regions are. So uh, 30 hours, 35 hours of that comes from the book, which we everybody gets a book, a Master Gardener Handbook. And um, then we supplement the other 30 to 35 hours with some of our local speakers going on field trips, doing workshops and things like that. So I know that you have in the past, uh, have you started this up again? There, you would have a master gardener in a gathering well, like once a month or whatever, and folks, just anybody could come. It wasn't just master gardeners. We had um, lunch with the masters mm-hmm. before you know restrictions stepped in, and we are hoping to start that again in September. And we'll have one September, October, November. We will take off on at Christmas on mm-hmm. December. And then maybe in 2022, everything can go back to the way it was. <laughs> and we'll have one a month. Um, and it's usually at noon. And we're working with different places right now to see about a location and where well, we are going to have Because you had been it. at the Carlene Bright Arboretum, I thought. Yes, and that's what we, where we had been um, meeting in the past and you know, things have changed a little bit. So we're, we're looking at, you know, different options and we'll see where we land. Mm-hmm. Uh, Linda, I understand there's, uh, there's a volunteer component to it. What, what kind of volunteer work is it and where is it? Is it all just at the Arboretum or? Uh, we're actually um, all around <laughs> the county. Um, master gardeners actually do a lot of what you would call, I guess, behind the scenes uh, things. Um, we actually hold a, what they call a Master Gardener uh, telephone line. Hmm. And it's every thir- Tuesdays and Thursdays from one thirty to 4.30. And we as Master Gardeners volunteer, so there's some more hours, and we sit at a phone and welcome the public to call about anything that concerns them in regard to gardening plants mm-hmm. questions trees, about shrubs, bugs or whatever anything mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. and of course some of us are smarter than others <laughs> and uh, some of the older people have such a wealth of oh, knowledge gosh, I know and I just am so green with envy on some of them <laughs> but you can touch elbows and learn from them that's another exciting aspect of being a master gardener sure they can just fill your brain to overflowing with these tricks of the trade, I guess you might say, mm-hmm, right? you know. And um, if you don't know the answer, you absolutely have help. Mm-hmm. You can uh, tell the 
individual that you're talking to that you'll get back with them. And then we do either research or we call one of the, the great ones. To, <laughs> At to, A&M. <laughs> <laughs> could be A&M, and could, could be, be local. A&M. Yeah, oh, could yeah. be local. Yeah. And they bail us out. Uh-huh. You know? So it's a wonderful program for the public to get involved in answering some of their issues. Mm-hmm. We also um, do schools, local schools. We come in and we work with the classrooms. Because quite a few schools yes, now ma'am. have uh, laboratory gardens. Yes, ma'am. And that's wonderful. That's it such is. a great thing for kids mm-hmm. to, to learn. To find out, you know, just go to the grocery store to get a green bean. Yes. <laughs> you yeah. have, somebody actually grew it. Well, yeah. And, you know, they get to plant it. They get to, you know, weed it. They get to pick it. They get to taste it. Mm-hmm. And it's really, it's a great opportunity to watch the excitement of the kids. And, and seeing something that, like you say, they think, oh, well, you just get it at the grocery store, you yeah. know, and didn't know it came out of the ground kind of thing. Oh, Especially, it's, it's yeah. so important. Especially potatoes. Yeah. <laughs> potatoes right. is a favorite. Uh-huh. Because I bet it is. They think that French fries come from the local store, <laughs> you know, and not from the ground as far as a potato. So it's very, very exciting to work with, with kids. Mm-hmm. Um, we also um, do and maintain uh, the... Texas Superstar and Trailside Garden at Car- Carlene Bright Arboretum. Okay, tell me about the Texas Superstar. I think I know a little bit about that. That, that certain varieties of plants. Yes, ma'am. Uh-huh. That are just great performers in mm-hmm. Central Texas. That's yes. the clue. They're Central Texas grown uh, plants that work well in our climate and that um, are not the kind that you put in in the next month. They're they're gone. You know, mm-hmm. these flourish in our climate. Yeah, because you can go to the nursery and just see these beautiful flowers or beautiful plants and um, then realize, you know, I've never seen that in anyone's yard. (laughs) And another thing that you learn, or we have learned in here, is that when they say that bright sun and, you know, drought conditions, that doesn't mean Texas sun. Yeah. that You've got to kind of see where that plant came from and the sun is geared towards that climate and that region. Mm -hmm. It may do well. But sometimes that doesn't mean Texas sun and Texas summers. Okay, so your your um, sign up for this, and again, it's it's a relatively rare thing. I mean, you only do this every couple of years. Why why is it not every year? Um, I I think just because of the planning, and you know, it take all of us are volunteers, so the volunteer core that works with it to get it done. We were supposed to have our last one in twenty twenty, and we were doing the oh. convention. And we were real excited about bringing in all the people from around Texas to the convention. And then, of course, you know, the pandemic came in and we had already decided that, you know, we're going to postpone it a year because we want to give that class 100 percent. We don't want to divide it between two major um, events. So we postponed it. Pandemic came in. Everything got, uh, you know, put out. So we were debating on whether to wait and just go back to our yearly rotation, which would have been next year. So we did it every even year. And um, we thought, no, we didn't do it last year. We'll go ahead and try this year. But um, I, I, I think that's just what's we could do it every year, I mm. think, if we chose to. Um, it's just that we kind of rotate every two years because that also gives us a year for our new interns to incorporate themselves into the existing group. Right. And they learn the rope. So we're still kind of helping them through that year. Um, their volunteer hours even though they do their classroom from June to October of this year, 
um, their volunteer hours will not expire or they have until December of 2022 to get those. So Mm -hmm. technically we don't get a new class or the whole class until the end of 2022. So yeah, it is a two year kind of a, yeah. And you could could choose, it could be, could be. So, um, is, so is this an upcoming class? Do you have, a, how many do you take? I mean, what's your limit? This, this year we're taking 20, um, which will be a small class, but we're doing it because we're not 100% sure what the guy, the, the yeah. COVID restrictions are going to sure. be. Um, and we've had, we had one class that had 54, 56, yeah. which was Linda's in my class was mm-hmm. in 2016. The last class was about 36, so this is a smaller class than what we do, but it was just because there's so many unknowns and, right now. And they may be on Zoom. You may be. Yeah, some of them may be them. on Zoom, yes. Hmm, okay. Um, and there is a cost involved. There is a cost. Um, it's $250. That will cover the book, our speakers, any workshop material. Um, anything that they need for the class will be covered in this. If we do end up being able to go on field trips, that is covered in that as well. Hmm. And so um, the deadline is coming up, right? Um, yes. We have the applications are out there now. We It's available on our Facebook page. It's available at the txmg.org website, which is the state website under McLennan County. Um, we've got it on community calendars. We've, we're trying to get into the trip. I'm not sure yet <laughs> if it's in there yet. but um, And then you can always go to the extension office and get the application process. So um, those are out there right now. We will have a Zoom orientation meeting on the... I think it was like 11th, mid, mid 11th, May, 13th, early, yeah, early in 13th, May. Uh, the 11th, mm-hmm. and our deadline is the 13th. Okay. Um, and you can, our information is out there. You can email either one of us to get an invitation to the, the orientation is going to have to be Zoom, so we have to send you an invitation mm-hmm. to be able to uh, sign in, and we'll answer any questions that haven't already been answered in the paperwork that's out there for that. So if you've even thought about doing it, now is the time to go ahead and uh, and go to the, the website again is um, txmg.org forward slash McLennan mm-hmm. forward slash about. And that takes us directly to the McLennan County site. You can also go, go just to txmg.org and then find us if you want to go you can totally sign up online or do you have to download you'll have to you'll have to download fill it out and the application and your fees must be presented at the extension office by may the 13th okay and where is the extension office it's at 4224 cobbs drive in waco okay look bumble knows you're exhausted by dating all the must not take yourself too seriously and six one since that matters and What do I even say other than, hey? (sighs) Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. 
Um, you guys meet together, though, under normal circumstances regularly? Yes, we um, meet once a month mm-hmm. for our business meeting. And then throughout that month, we have, you can go and work at pretty much any one of the supported projects that we have to earn um, your, your volunteer hours. Because we still have to work, too, to, mm-hmm. to maintain our certification. Really? We still have okay. to work, too, okay. throughout the year. So how many total are there in McCormick Right now County? we have 116 Active, active members. Because I just had lunch with a friend. She said it, she was in the second class that was here. Oh, really? She's, she's uh, not still well, active. Well, we were so. commenting on that, too. Uh, our original class was certified in 1997, uh-huh. and we still have three of those people active really? in our organization That's at this great. time. They obviously mm-hmm. love it. So what, what led you um, to get involved as a master gardener. Um, I mean, I presume you love gardening. Well, I do love gardening, and I came from a family that gardens a lot. And um, my, you know, you talked about once you retire, you like to do it. And my uh, husband took me away from Waco. I'm from Waco. And we traveled while he, the kids were young and all that kind of stuff. And we always said we were going to come home. So six years ago, it was time to come home and get retirement place ready. And um, that was one of the ways that I knew that I could meet people who had the same interests as I did. And I wasn't able to do it earlier because of children and those that kind of mm-hmm. activities. So that was one of the first things that I did was enroll in the Master Gardener pro- program. And um, I am not a McLennan County resident, which is, which is rare because this is a McLennan County Garden Club. And when I signed up, I was told McLennan County people come first, and then it's first come, first served after that. So you probably won't make it. The odds aren't in your favor, but the odds, I I was able to get in, and I'm very, very pleased. It's a really good group of individuals, and I do social stuff with them now. Mm -hmm. And so it kind of served the purpose you know, twofold for yeah, me. Yeah, absolutely. And and what about you, Linda? Well, I actually was working the nine to five, mm-hmm. and I used to go to the lunch with the masters. Honestly, it started to just to get away from work, <laughs> to get a you know. Well, yeah, just think about something different. You know, yeah. just a, an hour, and I had the uh, the ability to pull in fifteen minutes before and fifteen minutes after. You know, mm. and the gardeners that I met, the people at Lunch with the Masters were so endearing and full of knowledge, and I just wanted to scoop it all in. It was like, this is what I want. So as soon as I retired, I applied. Well, I had the opportunity to uh, go down to Brenham, well, really Independence, to the Antique Rose Emporium. I guess you oh, both, yeah. I know, <laughs> I know, I, mm-hmm. this is one mm-hmm. of the perks of my little other part-time thing I'm doing with KXXV, uh, traveling uh, Texas with Ann Harder, and so it's really kind of become my bucket list of things I want to go <laughs> do and see, of course, we had to do Bluebell, but I tell you what, I could have spent all day with Mike Shoup there yeah, at mm-hmm. uh, the Antique Rose Emporium because of his, he just has a passion for antique roses. And, mm-hmm. you know, and, and and part of what the story is going to be about is how people have a misconception about roses, that they're just fussy and hard to deal with. And I, all didn't, that. I didn't grow roses. And I now have a whole, I inherited a property who have has lots of roses. So I've had to learn and I am now buying roses, which I said I would never do. <laughs> but, you know, they're not they're not as hard as you think mm-hmm. they are. Right. And they evoke such 
memories because the the smell you know and and of course there's such a variety in the colors and so forth anyway so uh, but it depends on you know what day of the week as far as what my passion is and lately it's been irises because irises are blooming now and they're just so lovely and there's so many jillions of varieties of them too do you have a favorite linda i have irises <laughs> <laughs> and the prolific colors that come in one stem like yeah. you said, it could be from a dark, dark purple all the way to a, a, a violet, and then there's a tinge of yellow or a tinge of red. And I think the most beautiful creation are those roses. I mean, those irises. Well, in, a, in things that I never used to care for much, uh, like cannas. Although, eh, mm-hmm. No, I'm just crazy about cannas <laughs> because there are yeah. so many hybrid beautiful yeah. I mean and they're so showy and can mm-hmm. so I've, I've really changed so much in my you know what I appreciate as far as um, gardens but um, I think part of part of the the message that I got yesterday at Antique Rose Emporium was you don't have rose beds you have gardens that have roses in, in them. them correct and that's kind of how mine is and, and there are rose gardens but mine have a you know a rose here and it's in with salvias and yes you know things like that so it's just wherever it needs a little higher pretty piece a rose goes in there what is the biggest thing that you would say you have taken away from your time as a master gardener you've been and you were in 2016 class is that what you said yeah we were in 2016 um just how much I didn't know I mean I, I thought I knew quite a bit but um and we're in a we're in an age now where we really need to start thinking about how we use we we should have started a long time ago, but how we use our land and how to conserve water and still have beautiful yards and plants and things like that. So the knowledge I think has been the most, as well as the people. I've met lots of wonderful, wonderful people through through Master Gardeners. It's a good bunch. Yeah. And what what about you, Linda? Oh, it's. Absolutely, the camaraderie mm-hmm. that you establish. And you can go from one gardener to the other and just absorb the knowledge that they have. I didn't know that. And I didn't know that either, you know. But somebody there does know. Yeah. And it's like, oh, it's going to be a fun day because yeah. you're going to know so much more than you did. Just like like you said, Cannas. You didn't think anything of cannas. Well, when you start really getting into plants and what's available, it opens up a whole new world. Your your eyes get bigger, and it's like, I can grow that. I can grow that. And propagation. I never knew anything about propagation. Right, and you can save a lot of money <laughs> doing yes, that. Yes, you can. Rooting, can. If you learn how to root mm-hmm. things mm-hmm. and uh, start things from seed and, and mm-hmm. so forth. And I, I guess there's a lot of plant sharing that goes on, huh? Oh, absolutely. Yes. We, um, we have a yearly plant sale that we have a lot of loyal followers mm-hmm. and, you know, before it starts. And unfortunately, in the last two years, we haven't been able to have it in person. But um, we, as far as I know, we are one of the only counties in Texas that propagate and grow our own plants. We do not order any plants from a nursery to sell at that plant. It really? is all plants that we grow and, and babysit through the year and... Mm-hmm then sell. Um, and that one activity funds all of our projects um, that we have through the year. But um, yeah, we do. 
you know, we'll know somebody else grows this. And it's like, hey, you know, can I have a clipping of that? And hey, do you? Have? And we've just this past year, because of the um, pandemic, where we're trying to find volunteer hours where people weren't having to go out into public, and we have started a master gardener seed bank. And we are hoping to grow that to a place where we will be able to um, incorporate the community and it, it events like lunch with the masters or the plant sale where people can come and get seeds from us as well. But that's a baby project right now, but we are working towards making that bigger and available to the public as well. Well, that's good. Ed, and do you have a, I mean, is there a date for the sale? Mm-hmm. Um, it's usually the first weekend in May. Okay. It, we, it will but not be this no. year. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. Number one, because of, we weren't sure about restrictions right. with, the, with the COVID. And then winter hit us just as badly as it hit really everybody hard. else. Yeah. So um, I think last year we had somewhere like 4,000 plants that we ended up having to do one-on-one kind of thing. And this year we were down to about, I think Della said 1,200. That may not be right, but we significantly lower number that we wouldn't have been able to support Mm -hmm. a sale this year because of the winter we had. So um, any other kind of fundraising? Um, And what are your financial that that's demands that there is the only that's the only fundraising that we do mm-hmm. and with our projects um we buy soil and compost and um mulch for mm-hmm. those projects and um is that basically you know printing of our our right there's some you know expense you involved know, i'm sure that yeah. kind of thing but again, so the uh, Master Gardener program is uh, the intern program, which is for uh, budding master gardeners. is uh, It's coming up, and uh, your your deadline again is May thirteenth. May thirteenth. Have those applications at the mm-hmm. extension office. All right. Uh, another thing we might uh, let them know is they um, need to be physically able to perform volunteer hours. Um, you know, if you're a gardener, you're used to being out in the heat and squatting right. and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, there's some work so, involved. So, yes, mm-hmm. there's going to mm-hmm. be gardening work involved. Okay. And we uh, would hope that they would have access to a computer, um, yeah. Wi-Fi, downloading and printing and participation in Zoom if necessary. We're at a crossroads just like everyone else. We're not sure how it's all going to come out, but we're moving forward. Yeah, it may be a hybrid. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of hybrids. Yes. Um, and you also <laughs> need to be able to pass a background check because right. of our volunteer work in schools, in schools. specifically. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, we do ask that the background check be done. So Very good. Don't want them to be surprised when that form shows up. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Well, I thank you both so much, Debbie Venus and uh, Linda Baggett. But your but your name tag, Master Gardener, McLennan County, and uh, you out there listening could also have one of those yes. fabulous little name tags as you uh, join this the troop of um, of gardeners who have really you know gone the extra mile really to uh, to learn more about it and to give back to the community and you know linda as linda said earlier we're kind of behind the scenes on a a lot of things that people may be aware of but they just don't know that we play a part in it miss nelly's pretty place in cameron park is one of them that's one of my favorite projects now um and there's you know childhood memories that go along with that but Mm -hmm. there are other things that we do that people are probably have come in contact with and they may not realize we have a part in it we also um 
do the um, Waco Farmers Market oh. uh, on Saturdays. Right, right. Uh, actually, across across from the courthouse mm-hmm. now. For sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I think May the eighth. It's going to be rainwater harvesting from nine oh, to so one. Oh, so you have a little booth there? Yes, and we do. Right. Mm-hmm. And each month, and sometimes twice a month, it's always a new new subject that they're mm-hmm. going to um, handle. We have master gardeners there that have the knowledge to pretty much tell you everything you need to know in that specific subject. Um, we're going to do garden pests, uh, bees, of course, how mm-hmm. wonderful the bees are, uh, fruit trees, butterfly gardens. Uh, we cover just about all of it, and that's uh, on Saturdays at the at the Waco at the, Farmers Market, mm-hmm, yeah. and it's so education really a big, big part of what you do in uh, helping folks out. And and you have a Facebook page again. Is, we do uh, McLennan County Master Gardeners. You can search that, and we should come up. Very oh. good. Well, I I know you're going to fill that class up, and it, it's going to be great. And there's also a community uh, newsletter, mm-hmm. and um, they can go to the txmg.org. And on the right hand side, there's a place that says subscribe. <clears throat> and anybody can subscribe to that. It's called um, Let's Grow, and it's for anybody in the community as well as our. We have one called The Latest Dirt, which is <laughs> for <love> us. <laughs> um, but Let's Grow is the community newsletter that goes out to anybody that wants to be on our mailing list. Oh, that's great. And thank you both for your dedication to uh, the Master Gardener program. And I know you're spending a lot of a lot of time and effort to organize what needs to be done for this intern class, but uh, also for just the work that you all do, making this a prettier place. I mean, that's what it's all about, isn't it? Yeah, and that's the reward of being a master gardener. It is. Making things pretty. Oh, well, you guys have been great. Thank you both so much. Thanks for having us. Debbie, it's been great to get to visit with you. I love talking about gardening. (laughs) You made it easy. We'll we'll (laughs) be waiting for you to join us. Central Texas Living is part of the Rogue Media Network family. Be sure to check out their other shows at roguemedianetwork.com. Please rate us five stars on iTunes and anywhere else you get your podcasts. Join us again soon for more Central Texas Living, the podcast. while managing a family? Are you tired of trying to balance home and work and everything seems to be coming up short? Then there's a podcast made just for you. Baking Your Business from Scratch is where we create the perfect recipe for building a successful business while managing your home and family with love. Come join us and see for yourself. This has been a Rogue Media Podcast.